Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest for our Gifters Podcast is Judd Borico. Judd is a Forbes contributor, speaker, consultant, and coach, and he's focused on what he calls the people revolution. You can follow him on LinkedIn. Judd, Thanks so much for, your, for reading our Gifters podcast for your stories, Gift to the World. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So let's just dive in. I mean, what is this people revolution you refer to and what do you, what do you help people with? So the people revolution is kind of simple. Right now, uh, we're seeing the biggest uh, number of people leave their jobs voluntarily uh, since 2000, 2001, which is when we had the tech boom. People knew they could leave their job. They'd have a job literally the same day. And it was all driven by technology and the need for people that could fill these roles. Now people are leaving more because of sentiment, because of what they want, because of their personal desires and their unwillingness to just take a job for a paycheck. They want to feel a part of uh, a bigger piece. They want to be a part of a community. So what's happening is companies need to change the way that they view their employees. They need to see them as uh, part of our, their their true ecosystem, part of their overall organization, and they have to treat them differently. So there's a lot of focus in my business on not just customer experience, although that's huge, front end and back end. What makes a great customer experience is an amazing employee experience. So development of this employee experience, aligning people with the business objectives, and making companies more profitable, uh, and helping them to engage better in the world that they are in, give them a better reputation. Nice. Now, that dialogue sounds like the millennials. I mean, is it specifically for this millennial? Is it more from a, a generational shift or is more the technology or both, do you think? You know, I, I think that the millennials may have been the catalyst. Uh, people all felt this way for a long time. If, if you've ever done an interview with people uh, who are in the job they've been in for years, they don't feel like they're progressing. They all felt beaten down, downtrodden. But then suddenly the millennials came along and said, we're going to take action as a larger group. So people were forced to listen. And now that revolution, that movement is just growing and gaining and gaining and gaining. So at, at this point, I think this is the next evolution of business on a whole. It's interesting you mentioned that because I was talking to a, a woman yesterday who's in the generation, well, actually a guy, maybe two weeks ago, Generation Z. So Generation Millennials, they want the more lifestyle, but then Generation Z, since they actually grew up with parents that went through the recession, they're actually more security conscious. And it was just an interesting thing. When you look at the shifts in history, it goes back and forth. But uh, it's interesting the topic you use. Now, when you talk about the people revolution, I mean, do you give keynotes on this? Do you help companies transition into this more user, employee-friendly environment? Like, What specific skill sets are you actually helping your clients with? Well, I do both. So I do, do definitely do uh, keynotes on it. Uh, and then also come in, so, so there's a lot of components when it comes to people. Change management is huge, communication, true planning, but also engagement with the people to better understand. So in a lot of uh, methodologies, iterative methodologies like uh, Lean Six Sigma, right, we always talk about the customer experience and the stakeholder. Well, we need to get more involved on the stakeholder and customer experience side and make our internal employees customers. We need to be starting conversations, not just talking at them, but having conversations with them, better understanding their needs, their wants. This also helps you to better develop. Uh, a lot of companies have something called an EVP, the employee value proposition. Uh, so you understand and what 
not just how to attract these people and get them in for a short term, but how to retain them and, and, and help them to grow, which is a lot of what people are looking for, yet they don't seem to be able to do it. And that's why you see so much more job hopping than you ever have before. If you don't feel like you have upward mobility, you have to go to the next place just to move up the ladder. No, and your assessment is backed by stats. I was looking at some of these labor stats, at least in the U.S., and yep. the younger the generation is, the less they're staying at their jobs. It's literally only like two or three years. It's pretty pretty insane where this whole sense of, oh, I'm going to find a job after college. If they choose to go to college, they're going to just, just stay there forever, but that's not the case. Now, how did you get into this very specific niche of a field? Like I've heard about people talking about, yes, millennials want to have more of this lifestyle, but your term, the people revolution is a very unique one. Like how did you specifically and personally get into this, this field? Uh, so I had a business I sold about three years ago and I learned early on. I, I started in consulting, but what, what I learned building a business was people are the key to everything, right? They're your best asset. They're your, also your biggest problem. And if you don't put these things to the forefront, you always run into problems. There's, there's, Basically, they say that 70% of all uh, change engagements, which means anything you're changing in your organization, fails. That's because of people, low adoption, low communication. So I knew that by focusing on people, not only can we make it better for them at work, but my bigger goal is to actually change things for them at home. I have this really bigger vision that is the world's a little bit of more broken now that we ever realized. Communication is horrible. Uh, people don't feel a part of anything. We see mental illness on the rise. We see suicide rates going through the roof. And I believe it's because people are so disconnected. They don't feel a part of a community. So by focusing in the area where they spend the vast majority of their time, work, giving them a place that they feel a part of, people that they enjoy spending time with, they bring this home, they share it with their children instead of handing them an iPad, maybe they have a conversation. They propagate this out, and hopefully we see true change. Whoa, whoa. Just, just a conversation. Do people actually have conversations anymore, Jeff? <laughs> I, I don't know. Outside of us, I'm not really sure. Well, and let's let's give our, our listeners a, a very specific point. on. Let's say there's a CEO listening right now. They're like, Judd, your advice is amazing. How can I help my company have this sense of people? Like just one specific tangible lesson or skill or gem of advice that you might want to share with the CEO. Oh, it's, it, I, just to say one, I mean, each company is so different, but, but honestly, it comes down to communication, especially for a CEO. If they show they care, they're also sharing their, their true mission as a company and as a CEO consistently, they're going to get a lot more because people want to understand what that bigger picture is and how they fit into it. So sharing that and finding ways to share it, not just as an individual, but as a company will absolutely, absolutely make people uh, more engaged give more and want to be a part of what they're doing. Yeah. Like I was, I was watching this thing. I think it was Daniel Pink. He wrote a book about the, the surprising truth that motivates us. And the three main things was were autonomy, mastery, and what you just mentioned, purpose. Like all of us want a purpose, especially these millennials out there. But it's a great point. Again, the things you mentioned are backed by research. Now, relative to you being a speaker and a, and a Forbes contributor, what specifically do you write on? Like what topics do you primarily focus on? Uh, leadership, uh, people and business and the evolution of business. Nice. And do you feel that as a Forbes contributor, because a lot of times, like I've been featured on Forbes a few times and I always stress to my clients and you really want to raise your profile and you're not just being featured on Forbes, you're, you're, you're a contributor to Forbes. Like how does, it, how does that help you with your business or does it help you with your business? 
Uh, you know, being a writer for for something like Forbes, you know, there's thought leadership. You're you're able to put your your beliefs, your backed information out there, so people understand that you are somebody who truly does stand out from the crowd. Because there's plenty of people out there, HR strategists and people like that, who are talking about similar things that I am, but not to the same extent. So having the ability to contribute in that way allows you to also start uh, conversations with higher level people. Yeah, and I think for you also, since you actually are a speaker and a, and a business owner, like you have people that are in HR, but they don't, they're not necessarily the CEO. And whereas you are a CEO and you've built companies and you've helped other companies, you bring a much more practical, I would think, perspective to this whole people revolution. It's just like, it's like you know, the difference between an employee and an executive in terms of an entrepreneur is super different. So it seems that you would actually bring a much more unique perspective that can help at least our listeners who are primarily entrepreneurs and small business owners. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would think so. And that's why I also coach because, you know, not not every entrepreneur can afford to bring in somebody like you or I, uh, but they can afford to pick our brains, get a little bit more direction. So, you know, we, we've got to give everything we can. We You know, the entrepreneurs are going to be the ones who drive and create these next businesses. They say that 10 years from now, the, the Fortune 500 half of them won't be in existence. So that's, that's, it's got to be somebody else. That's awesome. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Judd, we're pretty much out of time. Uh, easiest way, either go to my website. Uh, my consulting company is redmonkeyconsulting.com or find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Judd. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.